With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. What's good, y'all? This is Dom. What's good, everybody? It's Isaac. And this is Streetball episode 28. Now, you see I got my South Orange County uh, camouflage Ethica hat on right now, so we mean business today. And I see what I got. All the on. Okay. Hey, so we got a lot of good stuff for you guys today. Very NBA heavy episode. Um, and we're going to talk about March Madness, the Kalen Clark, um, Angel Reese controversy. Um, and also, we got some more commits for the Balls Life All American game. So I'm really excited about this. Before you guys, uh, before, before we start, make sure you guys like and subscribe to the Balls Life Podcast Network channel. Turn on your notifications, ring that bell. All right, let's get it. First and foremost, I got the Lakers on my docket, okay? Seven and two in our last nine games. We were really looking up. We got blown out yesterday by the Clips, which I kind of expected uh, coming off oh, of a back-to-back. What? Why did you expect that, though? To, uh, blow out to the Clips? We haven't beaten the Clippers. We haven't beaten the Clippers in three years, bro. What's wrong with that? Like, what's up with that? Is that just... And we played... We, it was the back-to-back. We played the Utah Jazz the night before and went to overtime, so... You know how these dudes are with low management, but you know LeBron is back and healthy. Uh, 80s cooking, and you know a lot of the uh, the team camaraderie is really good right now, as you can see in this video, where LeBron's trying to interview and the rest of the players are in the background making goat sounds. It's here. Shots offensively, you got to be able to get stops down the stretch, you know, especially when you're uh, playing against teams that's been scoring. So we uh, had to get stops, and we did that. LeBron. I, I, where you think this dude is from? I gotta say, focus. I'm locked in, y'all. I'm about to. Hey, just, just like your starting backcourt. Dennis and Austin Average. They come out with 46 and 10. Hard performance with you guys. They said, far for our backcourt to me. Hey, he's such an old head. He wasn't laughing or nothing. He was just continuing on with the uh, with the interview. That's funny. He was probably like, what the hell is these dudes doing back here? Well, I don't even know what's going on. It's that, it's that old his shit, but. Look, man, the Lakers are in the sixth spot currently, in the uh, seventh spot currently, right at the top of the playing field, have an outside chance of making it into the actual play- playoff field without playing the plan. Do you think they have an outside chance to make a run at this and actually go to the finals or win the championship? With LeBron James, anything is possible. A healthy LeBron, anything <laughs> is possible. Yes, bro, LeBron. anything is possible with a healthy LeBron, bro. I, I really think so, too. Like, this team is becoming more consistent. You know, I, I really like what I see day, day in and day out on the floor. More importantly, you know, early in the season, halfway through the season, there's so many games that we lost at the end, whether we were up and we lost the lead or we came back and then we lost the lead at the end. This team's finally finishing out games, and I think that's the most important part of this. But we'll see. I don't know. Uh, this NBA nowadays is pretty un- unpredictable. Um I don't think there's any clear cut like head over heels team that's better than everyone else. So this playoffs is gonna be one for the books. I'm really excited. Was that Sun? I think the Suns, the Suns are kind of clear cut. You don't no, think so? Bro. 
they gave up so much to get um to get Katie. Bro, I don't know. They, 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 they lost they lost Cam Johnson too. That that's cute. But they still got them four them four dogs, man. Still gotta play defense, still gotta guard somebody. I'm just saying. Okay. Just let every make sure everybody smells breath. Make sure you're, you're, your fifth starter does what he needs to do. Go get a rebound, play hard as hell. And then whoever's coming off the bench, play hard as shit and let those four rock out. We'll see. We'll see, man. It's gonna play out. You know how fast time's going lately. We're gonna know before we know it. It's gonna this time's gonna go by fast. We're gonna be in the playoffs. It's gonna be the finals before we know it. it's gonna be June. So we'll see. I'm really excited to see how this plays out. Next on the docket, disappointment probably of the season. The Dallas Mavericks trade for Kyrie at the trade deadline. Uh, before they got Kyrie, actually, they had a 90% chance of making the playoffs, according to some analytics websites. And now they're not even in the plan anymore. Um, in spite of that, um, Ky Kyrie's talking about how. They play every game with their backs against the wall type of mentality. Here he says it in his uh in his interview clip right here. You got, you clearly came out with an offensive uh, with an aggressive mindset on offense. Uh, did you did you feel like you guys were kind of playing with your backs against the wall today? Is that I mean, every game? Every game has pretty much been our backs against the wall type of mentality, uh, playing with a sense of desperation. One of the best scorers in the world, so. Um, you know, it's pretty easy for me to go into my toolbox and, and be efficient, uh, especially when I'm feeling good and, and getting healthier every single game. And I wish that was the case a few games ago where I was able to shoot a little bit better and help out the team a little bit more. But uh, we fell short and, um, you know, the last few games we've fallen short. Uh, so I take a lot of that pressure on myself and a lot of that responsibility because I felt like I definitely could have played better. And nights like this over the last few months have come easy. Um, but obviously, just with this uh, this ailing foot injury, it's taking me a little bit longer to get back into the flow and the rhythm than I thought. Um, when you're playing with an injury, I mean, you just do the best you can. So my teammates know that, um, organization knows that. So I'm just doing my best to be out there. Man, excuses, excuses, excuses. Toolbox though, he does have a lot in that toolbox. Yes, he does. But at the same time, you don't make the uh, the reason why you guys aren't winning built around you coming back from an injury. It's crunch time. We don't care. Nobody cares. That's I'm sorry, fair, Kyrie. Let me, see do, let me see you do the moves he does with the hurt, with the injured foot. I can't. I can't. But all I'm saying is, is that there's one common denominator in this. The Mavericks were floating around third, fourth, fifth the entire season until they got Kyrie. So my question is this: Is this all? Is this more on Kyrie, or is this really a management problem? Did, did they overstep by actually trading for him? What do you think? I think they overstepped for sure. I didn't like that trade when I heard about it. I was like, the Mavs, like Kyrie to the Mavs, like yeah, <laughs> not it. Yeah, I, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't rock with it from jump. So I'm, I'm not surprised. Honestly, I didn't like that. I just don't like the collab. It, Mavericks and Kyrie Irving, that's just not – that don't sound right. That doesn't sound right to me. And the Nets knew what they was doing, getting him off. Right. Spencer Denwood and uh, Dorian Finney-Smith. The, the further we get away from this trade, the more I feel like the Brooklyn Nets came out on top. But I agree with you. I feel like the Mavericks were really reaching on this. You can't just put two top players together. 
if their if their skill sets don't complement one another, right? Kyrie and Luca are both very high level scorers, but they're very ball dominant. The difference between Luca and KD is KD doesn't need to have the ball in his hands all the time. He might be the most efficient scorer, perimeter scorer in the NBA history. So you could put a guy like Kyrie and KD together and it'll still be seamless. Whereas right here, you got two point guards battling to see who's gonna who's gonna take over one after the other. And it just yields, you know, inconsistency, I believe, with the whole team. Because who they, they they're always shooting. Who are they gonna pass to, right? No, that's fair. I mean, Luca, Luca's what, six nine? He's a big boy. I mean, I think he just needs to let Kyrie does do what he do, and but then again, that is Luca. So yeah. I, I don't know. They are, they are super ball dominant. So I, that's tough. That's tough. It's not gonna work. Anyways, you know, regardless, it's a disappointment all around. It's gonna be the first time that Luca doesn't make the playoffs. They don't find a way to get into that playing round. So um, shoot, let's see what happens. All right. But speaking of Kyrie. We're going to talk about his former team today. The new, the Brooklyn Nets already dropped and previewed their 2023-2024 uh, City Edition uniforms for the 24 season. Um, these ones right here aren't super. Yeah, uh, I don't really. I'm not rocking these, man. Honestly, I think I think it's. I like the font. I think the font is really cool. The Nets, but I think it's really sloppy. Honestly, the the coloring on the jersey. What do you think? Yeah, I'm not I'm not feeling that. I'm really not feeling it. They could have done a better job. It's not it. It's not it. I mean, if this has some deeper meaning behind it, like some kid or something drew it or something like that, is it's an inspiration, then I could rock with it more. But just is it if this is a theme of, of, of Brooklyn, like you had like the Brooklyn Nets have had some really dope city uniforms. And these do not come up to that part, so I'm 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 really disappointed by this. Yeah, this is a a terrible design. Who designed this, man? We need to we need to talk to them. <laughs> they need to go. They need to get fired. Man. They need to get fired. Hey, man, I know it wasn't one of us, but anyways, we're gonna move on from this one. Uh, we got more exciting, you know. We got more exciting stuff to talk about. NBA regular season is almost over, which means that. We're going to be voting for NBA awards pretty soon, which we just got an announcement. The new CBA is going to say that in order in order to be eligible for any po any uh, season award, whether it's MVP, Defensive Player of the Year, all NBA, anything you think of, you have to play at least 65 games moving forward. Um, I don't know how that's going to yield. I heard Draymond talking about this last night. He's, he was um, – yeah, absolutely. Um, and we were talking, he was talking about last night. He's like, it's it's cool until you have to pick a bum to be on all NBA. And then now he's eligible for a Supermax. Damn. You know what I mean? Damn. He has That's a point. Crazy. He really has a point. He really has a point. Cause look, you like you get a guy like Jordan Poole, right? Who I don't think is a max player, but he's like somewhere in the middle, right? He plays 82 yeah. games, Steph plays 60. You pick Jordan Poole instead of Steph. Now you're in a pickle financially. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, that's facts. Damn. I mean, hey, but if you want it, 
then the bum got to go and get it, man. Who wanted more? You gonna let the no, I agree. I mean, it goes both ways, right? Like, like you're yeah. keeping everybody responsible, so there's no load management going on. But it's really going to be tough. But when sixty-five, 65 games is a lot of games. God, it is. And somebody can miss twenty games off a sprain MCL or something like that, and be cooking the rest of the year. And if they only played sixty-four games, then they're not eligible to win MVP because, like, because of the rule. So we'll see, man. I don't know how it's going to play out. And in some cases, it might lead to more injuries because guys are going to come back faster than maybe they should or whatever it may be, but we'll see. But let's move the conversation. First and foremost, at this point in time, we're pretty much done. Who's your NBA MVP? Jokic. Come on, man. We know who it is. Actually, no, we don't know because Embiid is right there. But I'm going – I see the three-peat, man. I see it happening the third time over. I want it to happen. Ain't no way in hell they're going to let Jokic win MVP for the third time when it's Why this not? close. Why not, though? That that type of award is unprecedented. And unfortunately for Jokic, he hasn't had a lot of playoff success yet. So it's not like he's gained just like the utmost respect from all the writers and media in the NBA. I could be wrong, but I feel like you got to really be a boss to get that 3P done. You know what I mean? And I don't think Jokic is regarded as a boss. And plus, you got Embiid just absolutely killing the league every night. Last night he scored fifty six points. Oh my gosh! And he's and and he said the way he learned how to shoot, he went on YouTube and searched white white man shooting threes. <laughs> oh, he's a layer. He said that. <laughs> he did say that. Bro. That's crazy. I hope I didn't quote one of those those fake Twitters that they got, the parody ones, but I definitely saw that on Twitter today. <laughs> That's some crazy stuff to say, man. As an yeah, MVP candidate, he really put that he really said that out in the in the space. That's crazy. Yeah. He's wild, but I got I got Embiid. Who's your sixth man of the year? Jordan Poole. I'm going Jordan Poole because I respect what he's done. With the Warriors, you got a Warriors team who's, who's really good and he comes on off the bench and really performs and, and does what he needs to help the team win. So I'm going, I'm going Jordan Poole. I think that's easy. You know what, man? I'll tell you what. I I like that pick. Um, unfortunately, the uh, the guys this year, the Warriors, aren't as good as they have been in the past. But at the end of the day, that's a good pick. But I'm thinking more of a team. That's a contender right now. I'm I'm picking Malcolm Brogdon. Who's that? Brogdon first first man out the bench on the uh, Boston Celtics, who have been in the front of the standings almost all season, whether they're one, two, or three. And he was a former starter on the Indiana Pacers, and has just embraced his role off the bench and has been a great contributor off the bench on a potential championship team. So I'm taking Malcolm Brogdon, so, but we'll see. That's, that's big time. That's big time. Right there. You really went from starting to being the sixth man and taking that role over. That's huge. Hey, rookie of the year. I don't even think we need to debate this. Paolo Banchero. I don't need, we don't need to spend more time on that. But yeah, Banchero comes. Yeah, just come get your award, bro. Just mail it to his yeah. house right now, okay? Like, as soon as the season ends, just mail it to his house, okay? All right. Defensive player of the year. Now, we could be biased right here. We could because – our man Evan Mobley is in the top three on the NBA Defensive Player of the Year ladder right now. Uh, 
Um, one one interesting stat about Evan is he leads the entire NBA in defensive win shares, which means that like it advanced advanced analytics means that like basically he's like the most valuable overall. Like when he's on the floor, like take away stats or whatever, just just talk about pure points scored and stuff like that. He has the best. He has a, he has a, the most impact on the game defensively in the NBA, which is absolutely insane. But uh, I'm probably going to have to pick Brooke Lopez, leading the league in blocks um, on the team with the best record, just absolutely anchors the Milwaukee Bucks defense. And he got a, and he got a strap ball, so, like, he's versatile, you know? No, Evan, Evan might not get it this year, but down the line he's, he's going to eventually get that because the way he just bothers shots and he's springy, jumps, tries to bother every shot that goes up. Like, he's a defensive type of dude like his defense is crazy with his length and uh athleticism he's nuts mm-hmm. so he'll get he'll get on the line most improved most improved uh i'm going shy i'm going with shy he's been chopping he's improved he's been doing his thing i love shay but i think he has he's had a more gradual rise to to where he is now I'm gonna go with Laurie Markkinen. Laurie Markkinen last year was a was a fringe starter on the Cleveland Cavs. Got traded for the Bulls. What's that? He was a killer. Got traded for the Bulls. Yeah, but he was a role player, right? Gets traded in the in the Donovan Mitchell trade. By all means, everyone was expecting the the Jazz to be the last team in the cellar, and he had that team playing at an All Star level. Had that team in the playoff race for the majority of the season. Like that that is dope. And and his jump, his jump in uh points per game, rebounds per game was just sensational. So I'm picking Lori Marketing. Let's see though. Uh coach of the year. Last we year. know who the coach of the year, bro. Donald, we know who the coach of the year is, man. Ooh. The beam. Come on. <laughs> I was hoping you said that. Mike Brown. Mike, Mike Brown. Leading one of the best turnarounds probably in NBA history, man. Uh, they acquired um, Demont Sabonis at the trade deadline last year, but but by all means, they got Kevin Herter this offseason. Nobody had any type of faith in this team except for the Kings and that beam, bro. And they've been lighting the beam really frequently this season. Fifty wins. Um, they're they're really gonna be. Uh, a force to be reckoned with in the playoffs. I'm really excited to see them. So shout out to Mike Brown, friend of the Content Magic program. As you know, he's doing big things. Yep. All right, man, let's move on to something. You know, we love to talk about NBA elite feet, man. What we got? What we got? Hey, man, you know what? The other night, Luca debuted his new signature shoe, the Luca 2. And this, this colorway right here is craziness. Um, it's a little black, dark, um, it's a little dark, uh, purple and black kind of spacey feel. Uh, I like the silhouette, man. I really think it's going to be versatile and they're going to be able to push out some really creative colorways with this shoe. So I'm really excited to see this one all next season. Yeah. I love the coloring on this shoe. This is, this is a fire shoe. Jordan did their thing with this one. Yeah, hey Jordan. Jordan's actually coming up with their signature shoes. I'm, I'm, I've been thoroughly impressed. They're three for three for the last three ones. They got the Zion's. They got the, uh, they got the Jason Tatum's, and now the Luca too. So, Jordan, keep yeah. doing anything. All right. 
All right, next up. I don't usually like these shoes, but Curry comes out with this Curry 10 Flow. Unicorns and butterflies. All right, check these out. All right, they got the little pink uh, upper with a lot of good design and uh, detail on here. Like, once again, not my favorite shoe, but they did their thing on this one. No, I like this a lot. I don't know if those are like geographic, like butterflies, but it's different. You know, I don't know what it means. I don't know. It, it, there's probably something behind it why he did this colorway, but yeah, it's cool. I Absolutely. like it. That's solid. No, they're solid. Um, next one, we got we got a really good Giannis uh, colorway with his own signature shoe. These high blue or whatever you want to call them, man. Oh, green. I apologize. These ones just hit you in your face, bro. There's it, it's simple with one color, but they just pop. You know what I mean? I love these shoes right here, bro. These are nuts. I like these a lot. The colorway is dope. These are like the green goblins or the hulks. Yeah, these are fire right here. I like I like the purple with the with the neon green. It's dope. Tough. I agree, man. I agree. I love these shoes as well. Um, next, we got Marcus Smart rocking the Puma TRC Blaze Court. Uh, these ones give me some like Adidas. Uh, I forget the ones that that we had, man. They're kind of like they kind of look like some uh, a little bit of the old Hardens, just the way that the they have the details around the shoe and stuff like that. But the shoe isn't overwhelming, but it's a nice shoe. I like it. I'm sorry, I don't like that, man. Maybe the, the way he's choking them right there, the way he got them tied. I don't know, but this is an ugly shoe to me. Don't it seem all all the dudes that wear Pumas are choking and shit like that? Yeah, I don't know. It's just ugly. The back of the shoe, like it's just not cute. It's not a sexy shoe. Puma, you need to you need, you need to make your shoelaces shorter. And maybe this is a Marcus Smart problem, but yeah, it looks all droopy and shit. Shout out to Payment. Uh, <laughs> yo, <laughs> uh, Donovan Mitchell. All right, last one. Donovan Mitchell wears, you know, a basic blue colorway. Of his Don threes, uh, this one, this Adidas silhouette is not my favorite. I, they could do without the three stripe on the on the toe, but all in all, I do like the colorway and I like how they look. Honestly, yeah, no, nah, these are these are fire. They look comfortable, man. It's crazy because I don't wear no hoop shoes anymore. I need to start rocking hoop shoes so I can know how these shoes really feel when when, when you're out there in the field, cutting corners, you know, getting to the cup, shooting trade balls. You know me, Damo. I think but, Tope's gonna give me some Hardens, bro. Oh, the Hardens are crazy. I, yeah, I might, I might have to snatch them up. I need those to hoop in, but yeah, like, um, uh, I think my favorite one out of this run though is probably probably the Giannis's. Hey, no, 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 we do not need any denim, D. No, no, yes, but I love these Giannis's right here. These ones are probably my favorite in this five for sure. Um, you know what? I'm going with the, I'm going with the Lucas. I like the Lucas a lot. The purple, I rock with the Lucas. Those, those are dope. Some 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 space type vibes. Some galaxy type vibes. I like it. It's hard. I love those, and I, I can't wait to see the new colorways for those. All right, now let's move on from the NBA. Now we are at high school. Okay. Uh, this this last week we have McDonald's. This week we have the Nike Hoop Summit, which we have a slew of high level uh high school high school athletes in the fold including some of our own 
Um, one that's not pictured there is Andres Stojakovic is in there. Uh, Jeremy Kane, Bronny James, Ron Holland, to name a few. Cody Williams, who's in our backyard. A really star-studded lineup for the West, um, or for one team here at the Nike Hoops on it. Uh, Nike Hoops Summit. So that's crazy. that's crazy to me, Damo. How they not? How they miss the 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 king in there, man? Andre Stojakovic, man. How, I, how they, I, I think this is. I think this is one team. I, I didn't pull the other roster, wow. so that's why. But um, I'm really excited to see these kids get in action um, and to see what they do. I mean, we kind of already seen most of these kids at the Nike at the McDonald's All American Game, but you know, it's another preview. And what's most important about this, what people don't know is at these events, the reason why it's so important is because it's open to NBA scouts. So NBA scouts can watch these kids and really critique their game at these type of events in an intimate environment. So really uh, excited for these kids, another step in their career. Millions of dollars on the table, man. But one of my favorite players on this list is Isaiah Collier. He's a bucket. Here you go, me, Ryan. You gotta respect. You gotta respect somebody. That's a game, man. That's a terrible game. Nah, yeah, he definitely has game. He definitely has game. All right. I don't know. Um, if you, I don't know if you like Dre, but you know, because Dre's six six, six seven, strap, footwork. You know, you can't. You know, different. we'll see. We'll see. We'll see what it is at the finish line. But speaking of high school, these these kids are moving on to college and maybe pro. Uh, but it's time for a high school AAU season. And let me tell y'all. As a content magic representative, our team is strapped and ready. And we even got guys, we got Koa Pete, we have uh, uh, Sebastian Rankin, Eric Freeney, and we also have a kid that has really good bloodline, Elijah Arenas, the son of Gilbert Arenas. And Gilbert actually debuted that on his show uh, the other day. We got a video, run it. We got the baggies, we got the baggy shorts. We got a whole bunch of good stuff. Oh, and then we got these. These are very new. Let's go try these on. Yeah, I put the same ones on, huh? Yeah. Let's see. Yeah, I put the same ones on, huh? Yeah. I didn't even know. Yeah. 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 I didn't even do nothing for you. There it is. You were talking about the podcast video too. He shouted, he shouted it out on the podcast on No Chill. Regardless of what it may be, it's like you know we we uh our our team was kind of turbulent and not sure for most of the most of the winter, but now our our pieces are set. Um, I'm really excited about this team. Um, you think we got the you think we have the potential to win three SSB this year with this squad? Absolutely. We got big bodies, we got versus yeah, we got we got pieces. But then again, you never know. In the circuit, there's so many good teams, you have to really be prepped and, and ready to rack every single game. You can't take the game off. It's kind of like the March Madness, bro, honestly. Regardless of the matter, the future is bright in Magic Land. Uh we're always working, we're always scheming. Um, I'm really excited to see what this team does this year. And, you know, I rock with the senior team. Our team is nice as hell. So when you're in SoCal, come through. Check us out. All right. Mm -hmm. uh, all right, let's move on to college. March Madness. Now we're pressed for time. Obviously, everyone knows UConn had a big tournament run in the men's side. 
won every game by double digits and just ran through the NCAA tournament field. It was they left no doubt. Uh, shout out to San Diego State, really um, had a great run. You know a lot of those kids uh, personally, watch them grow up, especially Matt Bradley. But I mean, the UConn just left no doubt. Um, so shout out to them. What do you think? Man, shout out to UConn. They look really good. I didn't know they were that good. They 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 put it on San Diego, man. They they did their thing. They're big. They got guards. They're tough. They earned that. Sheesh. You know, you know what was really cool that came out after the NCAA tournament was that um dude, the center, I think uh Sengo or something like that, and two other players on the UConn team actually observing Ramadan the entire time. So they were fasting throughout the NCAA tournament and still playing one and natty while doing that. So that's really commendable. Shout out to them. Uh, but honestly, the whole talk this year has been about the NCAA women's tournament, specifically Angel Reese, Kaylin Clark, and their controversy during the national title game when LSU was wrapping up the win. Got a video for it. Let's see what we got. Ooh, see? Hey, he's hitting us with the Nuggets. Most viewed NCAA D1 women's basketball game on record. By the way, the, the final four games – uh had more viewership than any nba game this year that was on espn that's big time that's crazy that's crazy right that's crazy but yeah um and angel reese we talk about angel reese coming up to Taylor park at the end of the game doing the ring can't see john cena this was a direct retaliation of what kaylin clark did to louisville in the elite eight now, this caused a lot of controversy. Kaylin Clark, when she did it, everybody's like, oh, she's competitive. Uh, whereas when Angel Reese did it, uh, you had loads of people calling her classless and saying she had no type of sportsmanship and she was a thug and she was a sad and the other. Do you think that people, I mean, I know the answer to this, but is this a racial issue or is it just really about how she did it? What do you think? Um. I don't think she a thug, that's for sure. <laughs> you know the Mac supporters was on Twitter getting on her head, bro. You they know. were on her head like that. I needed I should have yeah. we got receipts. I wanted to actually see it. But I, I mean I, everybody was calling her thug. I mean, I don't think she a thug, but I mean Keith Overman used to be know. a sports anchor and he went on Twitter and said, What a fucking idiot. Oh he's, yes. Oh that's about a 20-year-old girl who's playing college basketball. Nasty. But I, I guess I'll pick that up. I really think this is a racial issue, as we always see in this world. Um, you know, there's always a double standard for depending on what color you are. Oh, this is awesome when Kaylin Clark did it. Oh, yeah. And then Andrew Reese did it, and everybody had a problem with it all of a sudden. Um, I, I'm really disappointed in people's um, in people's uh, you know response to this because at the end of the day, Till this day, Isaac, when we go to 24 Hour Fitness, it's part of the game. We talk shit. Facts. Everybody hey. does. Kaylin Clark talks shit. Angel Reese talks shit. Everybody talks shit. And it's okay. I'm glad this all happened, though, because this is raising more awareness for women's basketball, bro. So this is dope. Um, I mean, I like it. I like it. Raising more awareness for women's basketball, which we're all championing here, including in Ball's Life, where we have the Ball's Life All American game featuring boys and girls this year, which we're going to talk about in a little bit, all right? Um, but regardless, shout out to LSU and UConn for winning their respective national title games. And shout out to women's basketball for taking a step in the right direction as far as popularity this year. 
Um, by and large, like the women's game had way more superstars this year that they could feature than the men's game. So um, shout out to women's basketball and the NCAA for putting that on. Make sure you guys like and subscribe to the Balls Like Podcast Network channel and turn on the notification. Ring that bell. All right, you guys got me? Now, speaking of the Balls Life All-American game, we've had some commitments on both the boys and girls side. And I've seen both commitments. Uh, we got a little bit of good, really good local players so far on the boys side. We got Dusty Stromer, who you know, Notre Dame's finest, uh, been on the radar the whole time, going to Gonzaga, going to be a really good, I think, uh, contributor as freshman year at Gonzaga. No, Dusty, uh, you know, we watched him all year. He's, he's a great player. He's six, what, six, seven, six, six, bouncy, white boy with the strap. Do it all, man. You got to respect it. That's a big time. He's going to be tough, man. His, 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 his future in basketball is going to be good, great. Then you got AJ Johnson, who's above the rim. We've seen AJ throughout throughout this whole this whole process, bro. He really got good. He he really improves every year. He always gets better every time I see him. AJ's always been a baller, man. Was one of the little guards early on, but he was always, you know, seen as one of the best players in SoCal. Uh, a year or two ago, enjoyed a growth spurt and got an athletic tick, so which really put him over the top as a player, I believe. Uh, Cohen Carr. We got this kid. He's uh he's not a California guy, but by and large, one of the most athletic guys in the country. Uh, been highly touted for a long time. Uh, played in all the camps um, going up. And this is a really good get, especially for the highlights. It's going to be a Balls Life All-American. Oh, my gosh. I've never really seen his highlights like that. He got some crazy highlights in here. And, wow, I can't wait to see him live. Speaking of guys with highlights, we got Jeremy Fears Jr., who I seen personally at the Pangos All-American camp. And I'm really impressed with this guy. Undersized guard, super athletic lead guard, though, can score and also distribute. So excited to see him play up close again. Yeah, no, I haven't seen him in I haven't seen him in person, but yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing him. Where's he from? Where's where's Jeremy from? Oh, he's from LA. I think he's okay. No, he's from he's from Michigan. He just uh He's from the Midwest. He's he's not from L.A. Lastly, on the boys' side committed, we got Omaha Baloo, who I've been seeing since he was in eighth grade. From uh, He's from uh, Iowa. Uh, very good, like, you know, 6'8", uh, 6'9", six, six, swing man who could play both inside and out. Super athletic, as you can see right here. No, he's playing like a guard. Golly. Oh, this is an NBA. This is a pro, man. Damo, is this a pro? Man, I, I mean, think of he's course, a pro, bro. He's, he's committed to Iowa State. He's going to be going and staying in, in state. But really happy for this kid. I've been seeing him since around eighth grade. Good to see that he panned out. Jacoby Walter. Wow. Jacoby Walter's a really good kid, bro. He is a absolute dog. And we've been seeing him. He's been a highly ranked kid from the jump since he started in high school. And I feel like this is a really good get for just the, you know, the, star-studded roster in this game all i'm saying is we're gonna have a lot of future pros future nba players in the balls life all-american game godly we will see man no but you know what we have a new feature this year we're talking about just right now we have added a girls game to the balls life all-american game starting with michaela williams 
Michaela Williams is is one of those girls that has a lot of game, uh, you know, on the taller side, but can put it on the floor, and she can she can bang, but also hit the shots too. No, she plays aggressive. She's to the rim. She's getting to the cup. Could shoot it from deep. Yeah, she's gonna be a scary sight in the Ball's Life All American game. Woo! No question. I'm man. Michaela. Michaela Williams, the killer, yo. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, she's a, she's a she's an absolute bucket. And then now we got Malaysia Full Willie, who uh, she is from. Oh, uh, she's ranked thirteen. Yes, she's from. She's from Columbia, South Carolina. Committed to South Carolina. Uh, Final Four won forty-two straight games over the past two years. Looks like South South Carolina just reloaded. They got another one. So. Uh, shout out to her and shout out to Ball's Life for, for pulling this one for sure. Oh, she's going to South Carolina? Yeah, South Carolina. Well, she's serious. She's serious business. She's a Home, hometown kid, too. She's from South Carolina. Now we oh got Cameria KK Arnold, who is ranked number six on ESPN nationally. She's actually headed to UConn from Germantown, uh, Wisconsin. Uh, hey, yo, German, uh, Wisconsin, Milwaukee, whoever always got hoopers, and she is no exception. She got real game right here, bro. No, she's crafty to that rim, boy. Oh my gosh, yeah, she yeah. she she got that, she got that James Harden step for sure in her bag. She's stepping through everybody. <gasps> she like she, she likes to play mean too. Like she'll just run through a girl and then go finish it and look at her. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, I'm I'm okay. looking forward to this. All these. We got a lot of dogs out here. Killers. We got another dog up here right now. We got Kimora Johnson, who's ranked 24th on ESPN Top 100, uh, headed to University of Virginia. She is from Charlottesville, Virginia, five foot eight guard. And once again, no exception. She's really one of those that got game. You see, she plays a high IQ. She can cut, she can catch and shoot, she can do it all. And shoot, Virginia, Virginia got a really good one in this one. Yeah, she's going to Virginia. There's a lot of a lot of big time schools we're naming right now, man. Angelica Angelica Velez from Nashville, Tennessee, ranked 44th on the ESPN Top 100. Oh, headed I've to seen Nashville. I seen her. <laughs> I seen her viral. Yeah. She bumps a girl. Girl fell. She flexed up on her. Oh no, she's my favorite, Angelica. And Angelica Velez is headed to. National title winner LSU. Once again, LSU is just reloading. Oh my god, ready she's going to LSU. Yeah, she's bro, going. Yeah, double. She's going there. No, we can't. We can't get lost. We got Jaden. We got Jaden Donovan next. Jaden is actually ranked number three on ESPN uh, from Upper Bar Marlboro, Maryland, from the DMV. They got they got hella hoopers there. She's headed to Duke. So. You see her, she's six foot tall, can uh can put it on the ground, but more more of a traditional big, it looks like. She looked like she was just about to put that in the rim. Once again, we got another one, number three in the country. Bro, that is unbelievable. <laughs> that game so, is gonna be turned. Hey, I need I need all shit talking that whole game. I need hey, I need that game to crack off. And I need Angelica oh, to go yeah. stupid. Yeah, bro, she like uh, Carlos from uh, from uh, Savage Squad. <laughs> For real, 
remember he slapped. Remember he slapped somebody. She got Carlos slapping energy for sure. <laughs> hey, man, I'm, I'm exciting. That that I'm I'm looking forward to the I'm looking forward to watching that. That's gonna be crazy. Me too, bro. But remember, Balls Life All American Game May six, Cerritos College. It's gonna be turned up in there. Make sure you get your tickets because you see the committed people already. You're not gonna want to miss this. It's gonna be sold out. It's gonna be packed at the brim. I can't wait. I'm excited. I'm wearing my best shit. All right, my best Adidas shit, whatever, my best balls life shit. From toes like head to toe, baby. All right. I mean, I can't wait for it. Guys, remember, make sure you guys like and subscribe to the Balls Life Podcast Network channel and turn your notifications, ring that bell. Lastly, my favorite segment, we got our street ball clips of the week. Um, you want to do the honors? Do you want me to go? Let me go first. My clip of the week is comedy. Check this out, man. We are officially in AU basketball season. We're officially in AU basketball season, man. We got a ref. Oh, hey. Oh. <laughs> hey, he had to drop it once. Hey, he got the buddy, the buddy Lee New Balances, bro. Them, them shits is trash, bro. Terrible. The mac and cheese, the mac and cheese denims. <laughs> oh, my God. Hey, hey. <laughs> Come on, bro. No. This man did not come out here and wreck crop. And then he threw the jump ball ball like 20 feet in the air. What's wrong with this dude? Bro, did you see how bad that jump ball was? That was like the cherry on top. He already looked like he, he don't even want to be there. They just called somebody last second like, hey, uh, one of the college players down the street. Hey, come, 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 come! Ref this game. Come ref this game, man. We just need somebody out there to blow the whistle. That's all we need. That's crazy. I'm gonna say oh. what all these girls are saying. They be like, it's giving this. This is giving. I just pulled up five minutes for the game, smoked a blunt in the parking lot, and just for <laughs> I forgot my shit at home, and now I'm just gonna pull up and do this thing. Hey, and the reason why I say that is because of the jump ball. He threw it. He damn near threw it like. On the other court, <laughs> he was high <laughs> as hell. He for sure was, bro. Like, what is? What even is this, bro? Like, come no, on, bro. Like, now, you know, I know you're reffing, but it's still You know what it probably was? Probably eight a.m. game, man. Because them eight a.m. games, you know that they'd be like, damn, you be dreading those. He, he probably forgot his shoes at home. And he he had a he had his chick drive back home and get them for him, and, and he he had to start the game because we can't run behind, right? Yeah, she was, she was on the way. <laughs> right, here goes my clip, man. Uh, shoot. Uh, let's wait till it rolls. Oh, yeah. So, it's oh the final floor. We had a, a bevy of jumps outside, outside, outside of the arena right here. And, you know, I'm always impressed by stuff like this. You got guys out here. This is what they do for a living, basically. And they work on their bounce, and you, you see the craziness that comes from this right here. All these dunks, I can't even fathom trying, even attempting these dunks. This shit's amazing. I wish I had bounce like that. Would you rather have sir, crazy play ball? Bro, I I mean, I'd rather have a serviceable tray ball and have bounce like this, especially the way that I played, because. You know, I was I played bigger. I played bigger than than 
whatever. And like being bounced like this would have really served me. You know what I mean? Ooh, that's nasty, man. But yeah, man, I'm in awe. I respect these guys, you know. I don't know how good they can hoop, but like to be able to do something like that extraordinary is just really uh admirable. But yeah, man, with that being said, that's all the time we got for today as we go out. Um, we really appreciate you guys uh tuning in. Make sure you guys get ready every Thursday, 4 p.m. We we're gonna have a show next week. Uh make sure you guys like and subscribe. Turn on the notifications so you're ready for street ball for the next time. With that, with that being said, my name is Dom. My name is Isaac. This is Street Ball, we out.